You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We get a Monday, Monday, Monday podcast rolling. Thanks, Eddie. What's up, Al? Oh, hi there, Jerry. So uh, Gina's been having this like horrendous cough for like weeks, legitimately weeks. five weeks. Oh, like that just terrible. Coughing like Has she gone to the crazy. doctor? No. No? She went to a teledoc yesterday. Oh, it's a start. It's a start, yeah. It's a coughing and coughing and coughing. And I realized that, you know, growing up, we always used to think, and maybe even today, women feel like when men are sick, we we ba- we we expect to be babied, right? Like, uh, like I know, like in my house, when my father was sick, it was much more dramatic than if my mother was sick. When okay. when mothers are sick, they have to still do all their mother things and also be sick. Yeah, in fairness, when I'm sick, I also have to do my father things, and I yeah. still come to work. But it's a different era now. It is I'm a saying, different, like that's back true. when I was growing up, the the fathers they went to work. Okay, and if they were sick, they didn't go to work, and they just w- wanted to be, you know, needed to I, care. I think that is a stereotype. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think uh, you know, I still think like even um, you know people I know that are women that I'm related to or friends with when their husbands get ill, it's always like, oh my gosh, he's acting like he's the biggest baby. So I know that going in. But Gina being sick, and she was over, and Jerry, she was coughing like this loose cough. Like I was like, yeah, into my throw blanket, coughing, blowing her nose constantly. And then she's like, you're not sitting next to me on the couch. (laughs) You know, I'd be thinking, go home. (laughs) But this is the funny thing. When I'm sick, which is not often. Right, I know it's not. When I'm sick. She's like, don't come near me. I have a presentation to give. I've got that. Bob. When she's sick, if I'm not making out with her, she acts like, you don't, this is what people do for each other. But why don't You've you bring up the last me. time you were sick? I do. I do bring it up. I do bring it up. It that doesn't, it's Falls like, I'm, deaf ears. it's like I'm sp- talking Spanish to her <laughs> and she don't speak Spanish. Wow. Yeah. That's a tough spot to be in. It was unbelievable, Jerry. She was like, you haven't hugged me. You, ha-. I'm like, I don't want to get. To go near you. Yeah. And then I get dramatic myself. Like when she does a loud cough, if I'm sitting next to her, I turn my head away. Like I'm trying not to breathe in whatever she's coughing. <laughs> and then the other funny thing I think we do as people who will get sick is we we become like a doctor and we go, 
I'm not contagious anymore. Like we have any idea. How do you know? I know. You don't even know what you have. Or go to a doctor. Right. Yeah, I know. That's I'm I'm one. I'm very quick to the doctor. Yeah. I'd rather if it's nothing, just tell me it's nothing. And if it's something, give me something now so yes. I don't have to worry about it. Let's get it rolling. Yeah. Because you when I get a cold, it's a week. And I hate that. And if it's more than a cold, tell me. Let's not jerk around here for four days. Yeah. Then I finally get, and I wasted four days where I could be getting the meds in me. Correct. You know. Yeah, it's just, it's another example of men and women just don't get along. Honestly, we just see the world differently. Yeah. And that's, I always tell you, man, going to these games and watching couples and they look like they want to stab each other in the face. These two look like they haven't spoken to each other in six months. This one's sitting here. The other one's on the other corner of the other side of the yeah. field. It's just, it's, uh, it's amazing. We even had a conversation at a party we were at last week where one of our friends brought up the fact that women are crazy. That's his take. So whatever, his wife's laughing because I think she actually agreed with him. And Kim, to a certain extent, agreed with him. And then Kim started attacking me for things that I don't really do. I might have done once, and then when I brought up things that she does, she gets mad. Right. Wait, time out. How does yeah. this work exactly? This is how it works. G- bizarre. It is very bizarre. Very strange. And I remember Gina got coronavirus. Okay. In the beginning when coronavirus was something you didn't want to. Yeah, sure, sure. Like now you get, like even when I got coronavirus a couple months ago, listen, it's... It's yeah. not the same coronavirus. Mm-hmm. She got the coronavirus when it was the coronavirus. The tough strain in the beginning, yeah. yeah. And she well, she went to the doctor, and the do- that's when she found out. And the doctor wanted to send her to the emergency room for monoclonal antibodies, mm-hmm. the IV. Yep. She goes, are you going to drive me? I go, uh... <laughs> and this is in the winter. <laughs> I go, be in a car with you? They- no. In a closed car? Knowing you've got it? Wow. And the hospital was not far, so it's not like she wouldn't have been yeah, able yeah, to yeah. drive herself. Right. She was pissed for a long time. <laughs> Meanwhile, when I had coronavirus, even the weaker one, she's like, I don't want coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, of course you don't. Yeah, it's, it's uh, crazy. The minds work in very different ways. We're very strange we're people. We're just very different. Yeah. They're, we're humans. Yeah. But men and women are just so incredibly different. Do you think gay couples get along better? Do you, you know, think they fight more it's or less I, or the same? I said I said something like that to Joe once. Yeah. Just from We were having a conversation about relationships way back when. And I remember I just blurted something. I, we were fooling around, and I didn't really think about it when I said it. But on that thought, I remember saying to him, maybe we're, we're all probably better off that way just because maybe you think the same. Right. And I remember him saying, yeah, but then when you think the same, there's probably issues there. That's why. But if it works, great. If it doesn't work, great. Whether you're gay, straight. but it does, It's just the, the people have to have things in common. It doesn't matter what you are. You have to find the person that syncs up with you best. Right. Guess, you have to have things in common, but you also have to have things different because they go all opposites attract. Yeah, I don't believe that, by the way. I actually think it's a load of crap. They can attract. They can all, that can also cause major problems. I think that's one of those things someone put on a goddamn bumper sticker in 1934, and it's just stuck with us. They put it on one of the really old well, Model T Fords. All kidding aside, so let's go through this for a second because I've always found that 
um, that phrase interesting. Opposites attract. Okay. I love baseball, and my girlfriend or wife thinks it's the stupidest thing in the world. Why would she ever want to go to a game with me? My yeah. wife or girlfriend loves the symphony. I'd rather jab my face with needles. Why would I ever want to go with her willingly? Like, I don't, she loves seafood. I can't stand it. Why would I ever want to go to a seafood restaurant? She likes to talk. I don't. How is that going to work? Like, honestly, I don't, I don't get that whole, someone's got to explain it to me because all I see is fighting in the future and a lot of it. Yeah, I think the opposite attract thing works in the beginning. Yes. And then. But a long lasting relationship. You're going to want to kill each other. Yeah, you better have a lot more in common than opposites attract. Correct. And you know what? Most people, most couples, while having a lot in common, I really do believe there's always going to be things that you are opposite on. There's always, whether it's politics, whether it's broccoli or string bean, there's always going to be things you're opposite on. But this notion that you're a complete opposite of your your spouse or girlfriend or boyfriend and it's going to work, yeah. Oh, good luck. Right. An introvert and someone who loves to go party. That Those are right. not like, going to work if out. You, if Gina was a party girl and wanted to go dancing every Friday and Saturday night, how long is your relationship going to last? Not at all. Not long. The only thing that I would say Kim and I are opposite on, and I don't even think it's that bad, is I'm not. I'm really not a talker because we do this all day. Um, and she... She does. I mean, she she could talk to a to a wall. I mean, she's very she's got the gift of gab, which is great. Other than that, I mean, we really do have a lot of common likes, which is kind of why we got to how we got together. So, and I was voted most friendly in high school. I'm just got to throw that in. That's pretty good. My senior year when we did get together, I was most friendly. In Friendliest out of 250 people. Wow. Well, did you ever tell Boomer that? Yeah, we've talked about it. I think yeah. he tends to forget that. That's okay. That's all right. Friendliest. Yeah. That's pretty good. Me and Chrissy Cologne, we were the uh, the two most friendliest. Got a picture with her. Yep. SJV's most friendliest. Do you think she's still a friendly person? I do. Okay, good. She was very bubbly. She was. Very friendly, yes. Absolutely. So. I remember thinking uh, just all about that, like in the, the beginning, things opposites attract and where they are now. So I can remember the, when I first met Gina, I met her at this event where I was speaking at, it okay. was a communications association of some mm-hmm. sort. And she was sitting at the, my table. And I remember she had so much energy sitting at the table. Yeah. And she was talking a mile a minute and she was all over the place. And there was something about that, that I liked. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. I, clearly it's the opposite of me. She was just like all over the place, but also interested in you. And what you were there for, right? I don't. I don't think in particular. Oh, you don't think that's what that, it was that moment, but she was just like all over the place, hyper energy, lack of focus. She was all over the place, but I was. I found it intriguing. Now I'm like, you are all over the place. What are you? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's it's crazy how. I just think something strange about opposites attracting in the beginning, and then that's probably the stuff you argue over the rest of your lives. Maybe. It's possible. I also think you were physically attracted to her. I mean, honestly, most relationships do start there. Oh, for sure. 
Now, could there be a relationship where you've been friends for a long time? And it, yes, of course that happens. Uh, no, no doubt. But most relationships are, and she is beautiful. Or look at that. You know, it usually starts fit. And then when you start talking to the person, does it progress? You know, sometimes the physical attraction wins out over, man, we got nothing in common. But then it's weird when you see un- like a, an attractive person with an unattractive person. Yeah, well, who knows where that comes from. Right. That could be one where the person grew on you. Yeah, grew on you over time. for sure. There's no doubt. Relationships are weird, man. Yeah. Very strange. Very weird. I mean, I hear 50%, you know, what is it, 52% marriages end up into whatever that number is. There are sometimes I walk around and look at people and I wonder, how is that number not 80%? (laughs) Because people just generally, couples don't look like they like one another. Yeah. Very weird. And I think, too, because we're at that age where I think the probably I would think the I would say maybe you would or disagree or agree. Early 40s to mid 50s, that's probably where the bulk of the divorces come, I would think. I would think so. So that's the life I'm living right now with all the people around us. And you see it. So those are the people you're seeing more of that yeah. age group. Yeah. Yeah. Because kids are getting the if you had children. Those kids are leaving to go to college sure. and, or moving out or yep. whatever. And then you're you're in a different spot with each other. Yeah. I'll give you another one. If if I I like to travel. If Kim didn't want to travel, then what? Like when the kids are gonna be out in college or gone or move out and it's just us again. Like I want to travel a lot like we did when we first got married. If she wasn't the traveling type. And just wants to sit home and watch TV. How is that going to work? I guess I'll go on a lot of golf trips. I, but she does. She loves the islands, loves going on, loves seeing different places. That helps us. Yeah. But that's another one where the opposite thing doesn't work yes. on any level. And I think that's where also these couples that seem like, oh, no, they're so happy together and they're so perfect together, even though they have a a big age gap. At some point, that comes into effect too. It can, with, sure. With what do you each like to do? Yeah. Or how much energy one person has versus the other person. No doubt. There's no question about that. Yeah. I mean, I see that just with my kids. The amount, the lack of energy I have now that I used to have, that every day I would be outside with Matthew in the backyard shooting hoops with him. And I'm not saying I haven't put the time in, which I have, but it's not the same. You know, it's, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll I'll set the pitching machine up for you, and I'll drop balls in for you. And I'm out there working with them, but I'm not throwing to them. Because I just, I'm exhausted. I go out there, instead of shooting with him, I rebound for him. And, I just, and we talk, and it's, it's, it's a different relationship. And I am still spending the same amount of time, sure. but it's a little different. I don't have the energy to do the one-on-one all the time with them or, you know, to play the one-on-one. That's why finding this golf with them now has been phenomenal. Yeah, I can that's do that awesome. all. And the fact that they're killing me to go all the time is great. It's like, you know, but, you know, it's, uh, you get older, it's harder. That's why it's like, what's her name? Oh, God, from the singer who married the uh, the music writer, or the music composer, David Foster, is that his name? Yeah, David Foster. Who and uh, she marry? She's got to be 30. Catherine McPhee. Yeah, like 30 years younger than him. Yes. He's going to be really old soon. <laughs> and she's... A beautiful woman in her late 30s, early 40s. Right. Probably late 30s. Uh, Probably. So when he's 80 and she's turning 42 and she wants to go to a party on a Friday night and get a sitter, 
He's going to be like, you know what? I'm 80. I'll be the sitter. I'm good here. Yeah. That's I'm good kinda... hanging out on the couch. I'll wait up for you. And I know you do things in the moment you can't worry about tomorrow all for that. Yeah. Damn. That's old. That is a old. a 38-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe he's not. The... No, nah, maybe he's not. He's not 80. How old do you think he is? I think he's got to be his late 70s because he's one of these guys that's an older guy that looks looks pretty good for himself. David Foster, no. He's 73. Okay, and how old is she? Catherine she McPhee. Is... With a K, Jerry, Catherine. Catherine McPhee is 39. Okay, so they're... Uh, 33 years of 34 years apart. 34 years apart. Yeah. that's That's a big difference. So if he was 34... And met her when she was a baby. He'd be like, I would like to date this baby when she turns of age. <laughs> Gotta wait 18 years. <laughs> oh, my God. This baby is adorable. Think- May I date your baby in, like, 25 years? If you want to, Al. Here's the thing that's so bizarre, though. We always talk about this, too. Think about the different lives he's had within his one life. Right. Like Many he, different lives. He marries a super beautiful woman when he turns 67. <laughs> Prior to that, I don't know. He might have been married two other times and had kids. Probably. I, I think he does. I think he's got daughters that are older than her, actually. Yes, you're correct. Like, he's living a new life. Yeah. Weird. Very weird. Right. Just when you think you have the life you're having, something crazy could happen. Something crazy can always happen. And it, you don't know when it's going to happen. You could hit the lottery. Boom. Yeah. Like, it could be something awesome. Could be great. Could be terrible. Could be great. Could be somewhere in the middle. Yes, very much so. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Gina's also wondering, Jerry, what we're going to be doing in Las Vegas for the amount of time we're all going for Super Bowl. Shows. Well, she says, like, what are you guys doing after the shows? I don't know. It's going to be 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I plan to, if the weather's good, I am planning on playing some golf with, with Gio. A couple of days, I think. Other than that, whatever CBS wants us to do, get some sleep. The thing that hurts is... The nighttime is when you want to have drinks and have some fun, and we really can't. Not getting up at right. Our, the the warm up show will start at two a.m. Yeah. local time for I mean, us. That means we're getting up at midnight. Yeah. So there's really no nightlife at all for us, um, unless we're gonna. I mean, I guess it's Vegas. I guess we could drink at nine o'clock in the morning, like it's our you nighttime. Could. You could. I suppose that's possible. Yeah, but she's like, that's a lot of days, and you guys don't have a game plan. It's four months away. That's what I said. Have a game plan. Yeah. Talk to us the first week of February before we go. We'll talk about a game plan. She said, you know, because you guys, if you want to find trouble out there, you guys could find trouble out there. There's drinking. There's gambling. And there's sex. There's hookers, Jerry. Come on. on, Then she hit me with this conversation, too. She goes, Uh do you know that Super Bowl week is the highest is the worst, um, uh, what do they call, like, when uh, they they sell you into sex slavery. What? You know, like, women get sold into sex slavery. It happens, like, Super Bowl week, too. 
is what she said is like the the most popular time for someone to be sold in the sex slavery is Super Bowl week, I guess, yeah. in the Super Bowl city. And it's Las Vegas where that's already going on. I don't understand the point. So she you're going to be looking want, for sex slaves? Evidently, she thinks you, me, Gio, and Eddie will be looking for sex slaves, okay. sex trafficking, which I told her wow. I'm sure we are not. Uh, no. Just a little note to Gina. We might be the three most boring human beings on I the planet. Like, what is she thinking? I said all of us, by the way, are going to be excited that we get to sleep without anyone bothering. Yes. No dogs, no children. Wow. Actually, it's so funny. I'm going to Vegas for a week. I said to Kim, I'm like, do you want to you want to take off and come with me? She goes, no. Nah. You know, she goes, honestly, she goes, with your hours, it sounds like a brutal week. And Gina thinks we're going to be, you know, banging whores all over the place. <laughs> Gina wow. Said, Gina goes, uh, is Gio's Gina going? I go, no, nah, no interest. She goes, what? What about Kim? I go, no. Like, she has no, no interest. interest. Is Eddie's wife going? I go, no. No. I, Kim, for a, like a brief moment, she was like, oh, that would be interesting. And then she's like, no, it's February. We went there in February. It was cold and rainy. She goes, yeah. you know what? I'm good. You guys go. Well, that was the other thing. Like, we were all talking about what we were going to do. And I remember a caller called in that day. And he's like, you know, it's like 53 degrees in Las Vegas in February. Yeah, February's chilly. Yeah. February's so it's not like going to be hanging out by a pool. Oh, no, no, no. not. A, I mean, could you? Yes. I mean, is it possible it could be 75 degrees? Absolutely. I think the norm, though... Is that mid fifties? It's that's the I think it's their worst month of the year weather wise. It's their only bad month of the year. I think. What do you think? Uh, you know, because CBS likes to take us places to film us. Yeah. To do that week. Yeah. You well, think the Bunny we'll, Ranch. Bunny Ranch. Hoover Dam. I bet we go to. Yeah. Okay. One of the chapels where people get married. Uh, the Elvis, Elvis Chapel. The Elvis Chapel. Oh, we'll an Elvis to, Chapel. Yeah. We'll go yeah. to that fountain probably. We'll go to New York, New York. New York, New York. Look like tourists. The fountain. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you else. know where I want to go? Where? Can we go to um, where you pawn stuff? Oh, pawn sh- the Pawn Stars What's guy. The, yeah. Yeah. We should go there. All right. We'll bring some crappy equipment with us. That would be fun. I got some stuff I would bring. We got, we could do that. That's fun, Jerry. That would be a good idea. What else goes on in Leslie? We can go to Area 51. Isn't that near Nevada? We can go see it's if there's Nevada, UFOs. But I don't know that you're allowed in. I don't think that that's... It's not a museum. Oh. I mean, hmm. come on. Should be. I, I suppose. Don't the Mets have a minor league team out there, the Space Aliens or something? Uh, they are no longer there. Oh, they're out? That was a they, quick uh, Yes, they were quick turnaround. They were for a few years, but no, that, that is gone. Okay, so then it's gone. I think, uh, isn't it Syracuse now is their team? Oh, yeah, you're right. That's, by the way, the Bunny Ranch, you know, those hooker I, I places? I was kidding, by the no, way. No, no, I know, but um, the, people think those are in Las Vegas. I think they're a couple hours away. Like, in Nevada. In Nevada, yeah. Right, but it's not Las Vegas. Yeah, not Las Vegas. No. You couldn't possibly get a hooker in Las Vegas, Jerry. It would be great for poops and giggles. And this will come back to the whole opposite thing that doesn't work out so well. <laughs> you know when we get the car to go from the airport to the hotel, I'm sure they'll give us cards for strip clubs Yeah, and girls. You should take some screenshots and send them to her. <laughs> Which one you like? We found what we found what we're doing. <laughs> we're going to strip clubs all day, <laughs> drinking. Because you're right; like you can't gamble. Uh, sure, you can. Every, but I'm saying, like to me, like once I lose a hundred dollars, I'm like pissed. Oh, that's different. You know what I mean? No, listen. I'm saying you gotta if you're gonna gamble, you're gonna have to pace that drinking. You oh, would yeah, have yeah, to yeah. all that stuff. That's the thing. Was, of course. I mean, again, this notion that we're off at seven a.m. and we got all day. We do, but at some point we need to fit in seven hours of sleep somewhere. Yeah. 
And if we've got to be up, got to be up by midnight, I yeah. would think, right? Because we're on at one. We go on at two. We go on at two. So we got, I need to be, so yeah, by 1230, I got to be up because I got to be downstairs at one. Right, we're on a two, or the we're show a, is. We are on a two, you and I, and the show so the comes show on is at three, three to seven. Okay, so we're on a two. That means I got to be down there at one. So twelve thirty, I'm up. For real, by five o'clock, I need to lay down. Oh, for sure. Unless we're going to do the, and I'm sure Boomer's going to want to go eat at six o'clock some right. nights. So that on those days, that's going to be go back, sleep from like seven thirty to eleven thirty, then get up, go to dinner, and then lay down for two hours. That's going to be not easy. Yeah, what else can we do in Vegas? People can uh, Twitter to me, but don't write hookers. We and can stuff drink like that. and smoke weed, Al. I mean, real things—not smoking weed, not drinking. Like those what are, are some... real. You will find out those are very real things. <laughs> like going to Hoover Dam—that's nice. That's boring. I went to Hoover Dam. I took me pictures too. there already. Me it, too. And you know what it is—a dam. Yeah, it's a giant dam. It's like <laughs> when did you go? Uh, Two thousand four. Was the last time we were there? I was at, now. I know this only because the shirt I was wearing at Hoover Dam had the it said Las okay. Vegas and the year on it, nineteen eighty five. That you went to Hoover Dam with your parents? Yeah, went to Hoover Dam. Okay, yeah, I went with Kim. My father wanted us to be more excited for Hoover Dam, and it really sightseeing is brutal. Yeah, it just is. I mean, it's cool. It's a giant day, and it's very large. Yeah, and then what do you do? Yeah, you snap a couple of pictures and realize now we got to drive back. <laughs> and it looks the same as it does in the pictures. Ooh, maybe we'll go uh, Grand Canyon. I'm not going to the Grand Canyon. I have no interest. That walk. We'll do that walk where you I'm go not, out on that clear path. I'm not interested. I'm just not interested. Okay. I'm sorry. I'd rather go play golf. Hmm. I do. Well, maybe on a day when you guys go play golf, me and Eddie will go up to the Grand Canyon. Go for it. You can take pictures of each other. With hookers. <laughs> you, Eddie, two hookers and a helicopter. <laughs> With drinks, weed, and we gamble <laughs> when we get up there. Now we got a party. Now we're talking about Las Vegas, everybody. Good morning, everybody. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. We'll see you tomorrow on a Tuesday show.